Welcome to the Invisible Injuries Podcast, aimed at bettering the well-being and mental health of veterans, first responders, and their immediate support experiencing post-traumatic stress. By sharing the stories of the lived experiences of our peers, the support staff, and the clinicians, it's our aim to make sure we can have a meaningful connection with our audience and give them ideas for their own self-care plan. If you do like what you're hearing, subscribe to the channel and share it with your friends. Lastly, these stories may be a trigger for your post-traumatic stress. If your PTSD is triggered, we have links to support in the description. Or if it's immediate, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Here's your host, Claire Fermo. This is Claire from Invisible Injuries and I am here today with uh, Tina Joy. We've actually been sitting here chatting for a good hour, an hour and a half, maybe two. You know, it, could, it, it goes pretty quickly when you get chatting. And um, as it's International Women's Day, I thought it might be great to podcast this. Um, you've all heard Andy interview on our podcast before so um, he has handed the baton over to me uh, for me to try today and um, also been International Women's Day very fitting. So uh, Tina has come up and we wanted to talk a a bit about your story today and, and it seems that you've been on a massive journey so I don't know maybe we can start Take us back to the beginning, back to Melbourne. Back to Melbourne. And, um, and a bit about your background story. Yeah, sure. So, I, um, so I've recently moved from Melbourne and enjoying, enjoying some really lovely Queensland weather. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, part of that um, mass exodus that left Melbourne after the, all the lockdowns and things. But 2020 was just that year that kind of broke the camel's back for us as a, um, yeah, as, a, as a relationship and as a family unit. So I've been married to uh, a army veteran, so he's been serving for 33 years this year. Oh, a long time. Yeah, Lifer. Lifer, <laughs> yeah. So I think he was 17 when he, wow. yeah, when he joined and, um, and he got out for a little while but then he's, he went back in. So yeah, I'll up total service about 33 years and we were married for 11 of those well. so um, yeah so we've um, been on a journey as a veteran spouse for a long time mm, yeah for a long time and we have um, you know we have four kids so um, they've seen a lot of stuff um, we've been talking today about you know about invisible injuries obviously and I am wanting to do some work in the space of veteran spouses because of the journey I've been on which is um, long and distinguished as they are <laughs> but they I just I just found that there was something lacking there for for the partners mm. and um, yeah I want to be able to be in a position to um, build community mm -hmm. and offer support and can why what I mean, why the Noosa or Sunshine Coast area, being from Melbourne, obviously um, uh, your marriage ended and, and you, you wanted to get away and move away and yep. discover what you wanted to do, but what brought you to the Sunshine Coast and what was that process that you went through? And, mm. you know? Yeah, it's an awesome question and it's, there's, it's, there's a lot in that. Mm. So one of the first things is I have an invisible injury, I have a nerve injury. 
Um, I have complex regional pain syndrome in my left arm and it's affected by cold weather. And Melbourne's got plenty of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also affected by rain and Melbourne's got plenty of that. So, and I know it rains up here, but um, I have more chance of managing that in a warmer environment. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I have more chance of having some better days than, than bad days. So 2020, I was, everyone was locked in their house, but I spend most winters locked in my house. I couldn't move to go outside. I'd get too um, triggered with the cold and mm-hmm. put me into a pain spiral. Um, so one of the things that I really wanted to do was once I got to a warm climate, so I chose a warm climate, I just said somewhere in Queensland, and I, look, International Women's Day is probably a really good time to address intuition yeah, and yeah. natural women's, you know, it's just what we do, don't we? So I kind of just asked, you know, my myself, where am I going and what am I doing and how? And my life started showing up and people... Um, started showing up and uh, I just followed the breadcrumbs of life so I found out about this beautiful place called Veterans Retreat mm-hmm. which was up on the Sunshine Coast or in, uh, Gympie and started researching that, started looking at some of the events that had been held there and or here and it went from there. It was just, yeah, that was, I, I, I sort of chose the area based on some people I had found within that region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just, yeah. Yeah, you're 100% right about intuition, isn't it? It's mm. funny how uh, the world can guide you to places that you haven't actually been on your radar previously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's reasons you're obviously meant to go there. So y- you were mentioning about your invisible injury and, and your issues with your arm. When did that, you know, start to come on? When did you pay that attention or, you know, were you a veteran's wife and dealing with those sorts of issues before you could give yourself that attention? Well, so it's it's from an operation that I had. So I had some surgery after a car accident. I had a wrist reconstruction and my nerve malfunctioned, mm, basically. Okay. It, just, it just went numb. Yeah. And being a veteran's spouse, um, so you're, you're in a state of um, supporting... Um, someone with PTSD, you're in a state of on yourself. Mm. And um, because I have an injury in my nervous system, putting my nervous system into a state of on was not ideal yeah. for my own pain levels. But also too, like I'm, it's there, I can't do anything about it, um, my, my injury. But I did have to make a decision to um, to step off and away from um, from the, the environment that wasn't helping me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know from my experience that, um, actually, I know now that really being in that state of on actually doesn't serve anyone. No. <laughs> so isn't it funny that, you know, for so long you think that you're doing everything you can to control and hold things together and really it just doesn't serve you or anyone around you. It's just making everything... It quite, just, you know, it, it bottles up, bottles yeah. up until yeah. you get that bottleneck approach, isn't it? Yeah. And then... Um, eventually has to fall over yeah 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 yeah. that's a learning process in itself Mm. and um not something that is uh, easy to to come at or to easy to face either i didn't want to face that letting go of controls really you know not something women do easily i don't think it no definitely isn't especially you know when you have control with your family and your kids and Mm. and 
all of that going on. So you did mention before, like it would have been a really hard decision. You have four children. Mm -hmm. Obviously their life is in Melbourne. Some of your children have stayed in Melbourne and and one has come with you. Mm. but I guess that comes down to the intuition, knowing that it's going to be okay. Yeah. How, how are you going with that? Some days um, way better than others. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But mostly actually pretty good. And I think, that, I think that the place I got to actually just this week, I had a pretty rough week. And um, rough weeks are awesome in one way because at the end of it there's always a good learning mm-hmm. when you look back. Yeah. And yeah. one of them was, um, damn, I raised some badasses like you know these kids are really uh, in touch with their feeling nature they um, they listen to it they're guided by it they um, see value in it they you know use it first and foremost before anything else Mm. and um, feel into a situation or into into anything which I think is awesome guidance for themselves as teenagers you know growing into teenagers one of my sons is only 12 well. And I pray, I pray that he uses that part of himself as he yeah. goes forward. But I know that he knows, you know. Someone actually said to him before we left, um, are you going to Queensland too, mate? And he said, no, our mum needs a rest. Oh, wow. And I thought, you know, like I thought my heart would fall out of my chest. Yeah. But <laughs> that would be enough yeah. to make you cry, yeah. I think, just because of that, I don't know, the deep intelligence that from a 12-year-old... Mm. Um, to understand that and know that and be okay with that it's pretty amazing yeah well done thanks thanks mm. yeah i'm pretty proud of them all and they also too you know they're on their own journeys as well yeah. as human beings and they have they still have awesome support i actually surprised them last weekend i flew to melbourne oh, yeah i would have loved that yeah, our youngest turned 10 so i just turned up at the oh, at the door and said wow. hi happy birthday oh, so yeah so you know, they know that I'm there yeah. and um, they come up and they'll visit and things like that. So um, it was a big decision, but they've been present through our PTSD journey as well. So mm. they're not silly. They've watched everything. They know um, They know what we've been through as, you know, as a couple and as a family. Okay. And they've been, you know, um, well, they've been present. They've seen it. Mm. We were talking about that earlier, weren't we? The awareness of um, of of the kids in families, uh, veteran or first responders' families, or anyone that are in in families that uh, have PTSD, um, and and that sometimes because kids are, can be so resilient, but you sort of forget yeah. that what they're going through and those things that they have to see and deal with mm. and they often end up pretty strong because they yeah. they grow up pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Very resilient. Very um, very resilient, very knowing mm. as well. You know, they see they see through things a lot um, easier, I think. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and also too though, I think it's worth um, it's worth mentioning because I think it's something that you need to be aware of with children because I noticed it recently with um, one of my children who was ex- actually accepting trauma in her life mm-hmm. so, so there were things happening that were really quite you know not good and I said to her you know this isn't normal no, most people can't handle what you're handling yeah and you're just handling it because you know that's kind of what you've been you know not raised to do but you, you've been in an environment that kind of forces that does that yeah. make sense so yeah 
Yeah, so it's it's something to be aware of to let them know that, you know. And let them know it's okay to have yeah. emotion around yeah. that yeah. and not have to be so resilient, I yes. think, sometimes. Yes. Because they are children. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So moving on to you have created, and this is how I sort of came to know you. Mm-hmm. You came up to Sunshine Coast and created a, a Facebook page for partners that have been in a relationship with someone with PTSD. So yeah. can we talk a bit more about that? What is it that you, what's your future look like? What You created this Facebook page. Yeah, You've sure. obviously got a lot of passion there for this. Yeah, I... Um, so the, the group is called Those Who Stand Beside Them and the first time I had ever seen that phrase was when I was walking out of Ward 17 at the Austin Repat in Heidelberg and it, there's a plaque on the wall and you know it's to honour those who stand beside them mm. and I, I actually broke down I stood there thinking far out like I actually felt seen yeah. like I'm not just you know, hi, I'm the I'm the little woman next to you know he who's dealing with this or whatever. It feels it was. like that, doesn't it? A lot of yeah. the time, I think we've got to acknowledge that. Yeah. That it does often feel, you know, we don't know all the jargon, we don't know, mm-hmm. you know, everything that's happened on that side of of things. We don't know what happens overseas. Yeah. But there's a lot that happens here that other people don't see, and yeah. and um, for us that stand beside them, it's yeah just as hard yeah. yeah and at that moment seeing that plaque was a, a feeling of oh i you know i exist this in this as well this is for and there's an acknowledgement here and this and the other one that really got me was in um on remembrance day last year i got a text message just past 11 um a.m and it's um it was from a friend of ours and it said thank you for what you do in supporting our country by standing by those who have served it and I you know I had that moment where I thought wow I've again felt seen so what I want to do and what I've done with that group is to I just want to form a community of people who who have lived experience that's the same so we um, we do live a different kind of life to a normal I mean I know every you know relationships have their things Mm. um these kinds of relationships when you're partnered with someone who's you know been military or been first responder and and has uh, PTSD it's a different kind of walk and I want to be able to um, let people know they're not alone and to show uh, them tools that can help them Mm -hmm. so you know it's not about sort of um, having a big moan about my life and oh tonight was really bad you know she did this or he did that mm-hmm. or you know what do I do when this I don't want to be offering advice I don't want to have you know I think that's a really fine line yeah but I just really want to have a have a community formed where we can do activities you know and go and climb a mountain together on a Sunday yeah. and then have a coffee and and you know maybe not even talk about PTSD once yeah. just know that they've got a space where you can step off as well so I think yeah I think um it's it's uh, I know Andy and I talk about this often um and you know Andy is a veteran with PTSD so he's he's of that mind and that's that's great that he's supporting the veterans but um of how you need to have something that sings to you that activity that thing that can just take you mm-hmm. away from the everyday stresses and that break free and um 
yes, it's really important for the uh, person experiencing PTSD, but 100% just as important for the for the support or the partners. Yeah. Um, because if we're not strong, they're not strong. Exactly. And sometimes we need to be the glue. Mm. Mm. So... And there's times too yeah. when they'll support us 100%, just yeah. as much, 100%. Yeah. They, they, they know that, and, and that's a, um, a whole other story altogether <laughs> with how they feel about, you know, what we're going through yeah. and the guilt and the things that, that they experience around that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's knowing what works for you, like you said. It's mm. knowing what's your thing that can just make time, you know, cease to exist for a while. Mm. And that's the thing. And do you have a thing? I do, I sing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 So oh, I beautiful. sing. And it's really interesting. I've been studying pain after having a, um, a pain syndrome. I want to do research on any way to get rid of it or to ease it. And one of the things that I discovered in a book, um, Rewiring Pain. Mm-hmm. So it's about the actual neural pathways and the areas in your brain that deal with pain are the same areas that deal with your creativity. So if you can get involved in an an action that's utilising that same part of the brain, the pain can't actually exist the way it was. Mm. And it made so much sense to me because the pain really diminishes when I sing. Join us next time for part two of Claire's Chat with Tina Joy. Don't forget to subscribe. And for more great content, follow us on our socials on Instagram Instagram and and Facebook. Facebook. You can also visit our website, www.invisibleinjuries.org.au, where you can access more content, services database, and follow our 12-month PTSD National Awareness Tour. Thanks for listening to Invisible Injuries. This has been a 23 Media Production.